No, no, there's no such thing as censorship. No, none of that. None of that. It's the new version of free speech. Just edit out remarks that don't comply with your ideology. Hi, everybody. Brian Sussman here. Brian Sussman Show. Thanks for joining me. We're just going to catch up on some of the news of the day. This is episode 180. Let's talk about ABC News. This is ABC. They've censored Bobby Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. This guy used to be a Democrat icon. People always say, boy, if Bobby would only run. Follow in the, in the footsteps of his dad who was murdered as he tried to attempt to become president of the United States. That's RFK. Now, RFK was the darling of the left when he was on a crusade regarding global warming. I, Bobby Kennedy and I would be on different poles when it comes to our beliefs on the theory of anthropogenic global warming. He's a believer. I'm, a, I'm not even a skeptic. I'm, I'm a, I don't believe the theory has proved itself to be true. Nonetheless, uh, Bobby Kennedy does agree with me that the climate change agenda is not about the climate. It's an agenda to grow government, to usurp liberty. He would agree with that. But nonetheless, even though we have completely different viewpoints on global warming, I never hated him. I don't hate any of the people that I disagree with. And I believe he has a right to speak out. It's called debate. It's called an exchange of ideas. I have no problem with that because I'm comfortable where I am. And I believe he's comfortable where he is, and, and therefore, we can be comfortable in our own skin. But you see, with the left, when suddenly you get off their reservation and you start talking about things they don't like, they cut you off at the knees, and that's what they've done with him. Why? Because of the COVID vaccine. This is a guy who has not... who. He thinks the COVID vaccine is dangerous. Don't get into an argument with him on this because he will tear you apart. He's very well researched on the matter and he's very firm in his beliefs. So here is ABC. And now, now RFK, of course, has announced his candidacy for presidency. It's official. He's running for president of the United States as a Democrat against Joe Biden. Right away, he's polling at about 20%, and he just started. Now, a lot of that's his name recognition, but like it's not for Joe Biden either. Name recognition, well, it's interesting. He's getting 20%, and then you also have a situation where 70% of the voters at large don't think Joe should run again, including a large portion of Democrats. So what is the Biden administration and their allies in the media trying to do? Cut the knees out from under Bobby Kennedy. ABC News refused to air a portion of its interview with Robert Kennedy Jr. because they disagree with him on COVID vaccines. This is garbage. This is censorship. This is flat out violations of the First Amendment, but it's also a violation of the U.S. Code. This is codified in law. You cannot censor a president, a presidential candidate. Okay, remember when we had that racist who ran for president? Uh, this is quite a few years ago. I can't remember the guy's name. 
He was a, he was an, a, I, he was a Klan member. He ran for president. And uh, the media certainly didn't censor him. They let you hear all of his crazy ideas, as I think they should have. But they could have said, what he's saying is wrong, it's outlandish, it's false, it's dangerous. They let him speak. Let Bobby speak. It's called free speech. It's what this country was founded upon. Again, just like I talked about in uh, the great series, it was a two-parter. 179, 178, on the differences between the laws of Marx, or actually it's called the laws of matter by Karl Marx, and the laws of nature by John Locke. The two are, are totally opposed. The left believes your liberty is given to you by the government, and they can decide what your rights are. But in America, our liberty is given to us by God, and the whole idea is governments stay out, and that includes your speech. Your speech is your, is your property. So rather than play the full interview with Bobby Kennedy so that viewers could evaluate Kennedy on their own, uh, reporter Lindsey Davis did a, they call it a defamatory exp, uh, disclaimer, defamatory disclaimer. She said it on the air. We should note that during our conversation, let me, let me, I'll do this like an anchor person since I was one. I never did anchor speak, okay? All the years I was in television, I never did anchor speak. I, I would try to speak like a real person. But here's how the ABC News anchor, Lindsey Davis, I'm sure did it. We should note that during our conversation, Kennedy made false claims about the COVID-19 vaccines. We've used our editorial judgment in not including extended portions of that exchange in our interview. It's just how real people would talk, right? News speak. She also added this. Kennedy also made misleading claims about the relationship between the vaccination and autism. Research shows that vaccines and the ingredients used in the vaccines do not cause autism, including multiple studies involving more than a million children and major medical associations like the American Academy of Pediatrics. You know, he's not pulling this information out of his rear end. He's getting it from somewhere, and when you look at where he's getting it from, it's from doctors. It's from research that's been conducted around the world. So you want to pair off expert against expert? Go ahead and do that, ABC. But you can't just willy-nilly say, nope, forget it, conspiracy, conspiracy theorist, because that's what they also did. Now, Kennedy went after these guys. Uh, long, long tweet. He said uh, it was a journalistic hatchet job, his words. He said the U.S. Code 315 makes it illegal for television networks to censor presidential candidates. But today, ABC News showed its contempt for the law, democracy, and its audience by cutting most of the content from my interview with host Lindsey Davis, leaving only cherry-picked snippets and a, defa a defamatory disclaimer. He went on to say, offering no evidence, ABC justified this act of censorship by falsely asserting that I made false claims. See, conspiracy. Conspiracy. Instead of journalism, it was a hatchet job. I agree with him on that. It's, well, here's what, here's what uh, RFK called it. 
unsheathed pharma propaganda. He said Americans deserve to hear the full interview so they can make up their own minds. True. How can democracy function without a free and unbiased press? Well, we don't we no longer have a free and unbiased press, friends. We don't. Them days are gone. And the sad part is there are just so many people who are silent about it. And perhaps another sad part of the story is so many people accept it. Millennials, Gen X, Gen Z, they're cool with it. Well, you know, this person's lying. We shouldn't, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't have to hear them. Ah, so this is where we are today. You know, it's really interesting because Robert F. Kennedy is a serious contender and ABC News and their allies in the media know this. He announces his presidential bid, as I mentioned a couple weeks ago, polling at 20%, partly a function of his name, but whatever. Biden's got, listen, at that level, every politician's got a name. It's name recognition for so many. But I continue. This is also, his 20% is a symptom of the party's unease with Biden because a majority of Democrats, and this is NBC News poll that I'm about to give you. The survey found some 70% of Americans think Biden should not run. 70% of Americans, as well as the majority of Democrats. So this is RFK coming back. You know, RFK... For those of you who are a little younger, God bless you. RFK Sr., this is his dad, Bobby Kennedy Sr. His, his dad was the brother of John F. Kennedy, who was assassinated. And uh, <laughs> he was assassinated by that lone gunman. Right. Well, the Warren Commission said it. Right. Yeah. Right. Am I going to get censored for this now? Uh, he his challenge to Lyndon Johnson in 1968 forced the president to withdraw from the race. That's how strong a candidate RFK Sr. was. Only an assassin's bullet stopped him from becoming the Democrat nominee that year. And by the way, his son, RFK Jr., the man of the hour, doesn't credit the official story of his father's murder. He said, it's not Sirhan Sirhan who fired the fatal shots. It was the CIA. And by the way, he also holds, I, I believe he said it was the CIA. I, I know he has said it's, it wasn't Sirhan Sirhan. I do know this. He does hold the CIA culpable for the murder of his uncle, President John F. Kennedy, in Daly Plaza 60 years ago. Conspiracy theories. Oh, boy. Okay. Is this conspiracy? We're just going through the news here on the Brian Sussman Show. By the way, the website, briansussman.com. Facebook page, Brian Sussman Show. Daily doses of inspiration on Instagram at Brian Sussman Show. So Chicago. Chicago has been a sanctuary city for decades. That means... You're an illegal, you come to our city, you're going to be cool. Don't worry, we will never hand you over to the federal authorities. In fact, we'll even try to make life very good for you. A lot of sanctuary cities around the country. Uh, officials have talked about helping with illegal aliens who arrive in the United States 
without a support structure. And, and they have said in the past, you know, we'll, we'll take walk-ins. People come to Chicago all the time and we try to help them. But now what's happening is the governor of Texas is taking all these people who are coming into his country, you know, walking into his state, I should say, walking into his state, and he's shipping them all over the country to liberal cities. And these liberal cities are going crazy. They don't know what to do. The latest is Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. She sent a message to Texas Governor Greg Abbott saying we need to stop sending migrants to Chicago because, quote, we are tapped out. <laughs> oh, really? You're tapped out? Why don't you just do a little fundraiser? Do you not think that Texas is tapped out? Here's, here's her letter to the governor. The people of Texas, have, they've had it long ago, but they're on the border. And they just keep coming and coming and coming. Lightfoot almost says, sounds like a conservative here on this issue. We are completely tapped out. We have no more space, no more resources. We've been seeing over the last two, three weeks, 200 plus people coming to Chicago every single day. They're coming on planes from San Antonio. We're very concerned because they don't seem like they're getting screened at the border. We've really, well, my goodness. Welcome to the club, Lori. That's how the rest of us feel. It doesn't seem like they're getting screened at the border. We don't know who these people are. They're getting a little piece of paper saying, come to this courtroom on this particular date. We'll try sort everything out. And then they never show up. She said, we've seen people coming in with serious medical issues. You're kidding me, really? I had no idea. Lori, this is incredible. Wait, are you sure you're not a conspiracy theorist? She went on. She said, what's getting lost is what the governor in Texas is doing. And these are human beings. Well, we know. Texas is tapped out. They're overloaded. They're overwhelmed. They're sending these people to kind and benevolent sanctuary cities. You've already put the word out that they're welcome here or welcome there. So here you go. In any other emergency, Lori said, you would be coordinating. She said you would be collaborating. You would be talking specifically about what the needs of the people are. We've seen people come off the buses who are victims of sexual assault. Well, okay, now you're really getting to the issues. We, this is, Lori, this is why we'd like to seal off the border and not have all of these people streaming into this country. We'd like to put the world on notice that we are closed. We're not open for business. We are tapped out. Have you looked at our budget deficit recently? We're so far upside down that it's actually frightening. We don't have the resources. The resources we provide are all, are all paper. There's, not, there's no money there to back any of these things up. The credit of the United States is garbage. We don't have the money, Lori. And we're very concerned about the people being trafficked and the people who have been abused. We're very, very concerned about that. And we want to see it end. And we'd like to, we'd like to send a message to their countries. Uh, you're not getting rid of your people this way. You need to get your acts together. How can we help? This is amazing. 
Well, and then she says women get off the bus and give birth within one of our facilities. doesn't make any sense. No, no, you're a sanctuary city. That's what makes sense. And these women are pregnant. They shouldn't be traveling in that condition. But they're coming here to have an anchor child. It's all very, very simple. It's what, what I'm saying, friends. Don't, please, don't, don't, even, don't, even, don't even accuse me of being socially unjust. What's happening is social injustice at the border. This is a ridiculous policy by the United States of America. There's nothing just about it. There's nothing compassionate about it. It's insanity. We are a country, okay? We're not a church. We're a country. The United States of America. ACLU tells the school board it has a legal obligation to conceal students' gender transitions. I was just with a friend today. Wonderful, wonderful person. Wonderful Christian guy. His uh, son transitioned eight years ago. He said, we had, to, we had to have a come to Jesus moment. My wife and I, what do we do? What do we do? And I said, well, what did you do? He said, well, we, it's, he's my son. He's my flesh and blood. And, and uh, in his presence, to respect him, I will call him by his girl name. But other than that, he is my son. And, and he knows he is my son. And he knows that I love him unconditionally. And that I approve, I, I completely love him and accept him without approving his behavior. And I have compassion on him without compromising my beliefs. So it's real simple. He knows where I stand. He knows I pray for him. He knows I'm there for him any time I'm available. That's how you got to do it. To me, it's love. Uh, here is, and do you, do you understand how in these families where families are dealing with this, suddenly so much attention is placed on the child who's transitioned that the other children start to get left out because the parents are so concerned about that child's mental health and well-being. You know, they're, they're thinking of the bad things that could happen because these kids are so confused and so much of it, parents, is coming from social media. If you have a teen or, God forbid, anybody younger who's on social media, please listen to me. I've raised four kids. I've raised four kids. Listen to me. I, I, am a, I was a darn good parent. My wife and I were great at what we did. Okay, I'm not saying we were perfect. I'm just saying we were great because we were dedicated to our parenting. Uh if your kids have a, a smartphone, you, you're, you're not thinking properly. If you think they can handle a smartphone, you're wrong. Kids can't handle it. Guess what? A large percentage of adults can't handle it. Ask any guy who works in the trades. How many times a week he's shown pornography by somebody else on the job? Hey, you got to see this. You don't think these kids are doing the same thing? The, the chats, the TikTok, the Instagram, the racism, the hatred, the propaganda. Come on, man. Oh, but they need it for emergencies. Get them a flip phone. Just get them a flip phone. It's real simple. 
ACLU of Rhode Island advised the school board that it has a legal obligation to keep students' gender transitions a secret. A secret. This is the Smithfield School Department. What's happening here is last month, the school weighed changing their gender policy to require teachers to notify parents if the child has changed their gender identity. They also discussed requiring bathrooms to be used on the basis of biological sex rather than gender identity. And the left has gone nuts. The ACLU said, no, you can't do that. Kids spend more time interacting with students and their teachers than they do with parents. And that's just the way the left likes it. They want to brainwash your kid. So if the kid decides, hey, I'm going to be a girl, I'm going to be a boy, we're going to keep it a secret from the parents and we're just going to continue to foster this new person. This is, that. you know what it is? Seriously, it's child abuse. Flat out child abuse. And finally, I got to switch topics here. I love this story. You need a good news story? You got a good news story for a wrap up. 66 Michigan school students are safe thanks to one super quick thinking, sharp 13-year-old kid. I'm looking at a picture of this young man. (laughs) You know, some people are just, they're cool under pressure, right? I'm not cool under pressure. My wife's cool under pressure. I'm not cool under pressure. In, in, a, in a chaotic moment, I'm probably not your guy. I'm just telling you. <laughs> but this kid, his name is, this little guy's name is Dylan Reeves, Carter Middle School. Warren, Michigan, 66 kids on the bus. The driver uh, starts feeling woozy, starts swaying, loses grip of the steering wheel, falls over, Dylan is five rows back, immediately jumps from his seat as the bus begins to sway, reaches across the driver, grabs the wheel, straightens out that massive vehicle with 66 people aboard, 67 including the driver, and uh, is somehow able to get to the brake, pulls the thing over, and then, then yells, somebody call 911. Okay, that is good use of smartphone. For little kids. 911 comes, everything's cool, cause of the bus driver's illness not known. Police call Dylan's parents. His father, Steve, says, Okay, is he okay? You're the police. What, 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 what did my son do? Officer says, No, 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 everything's okay. Your son is a hero. He brought the bus to a stop, avoiding what could have been incredibly tragic, an incredibly tragic accident. Love it. Everyone's home. Everyone's okay. Thanks to Dylan. And for Dylan, everyone said, his parents said, just another day. That's the kind of kid I like. And that's the kind of story I like to wrap it up after this crazy day of the news. BrianSussman.com, Brian Sussman Show on Facebook, Brian Sussman Show on Instagram for daily doses of inspiration. God bless you, my friends. Really appreciate you. Until next time.